0: Find help during these times. There is a place. There is someone we can go to. There is a God that we serve. And when you know your God, you will be strong. You'll uh, you'll experience the grace of God. You'll be strengthened by God. So when all these troubles come our way, as we are seeing it happening today, where do we find help in these times? Isaiah forty six nine tells us: Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Remember God. Remember your God. Understand your God. Trust your God. I'm not talking about any God. I'm talking about a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm talking about a true and living God. I'm talking about God who has redeemed your soul through the blood of Jesus Christ. Only God alone knows the details of the future events before they occur. This is why we can trust Him for tomorrow and for next week and next month and next year. We can trust Him with our future. Only God can accurately predict the final end of events before they begin. And He has already indicated to us what is going to happen in the future. How to prepare for it and how to prepare not just for that but to prepare... To escape these things. He said watch and pray that you be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come upon the face of the earth. And to stand before the son of man. And so Jehoshaphat is a good example that I always, I always prayed, I prayed that Jehoshaphat prayed. I always prayed I said Lord if you did it for Jehoshaphat you could do it for me. Jehoshaphat was very perplexed. The Bible tells us, And he remembered and considered three powerful thoughts about God. And when you know your God, Daniel said, You shall be strong. And Jehoshaphat knew God. He knew God and he had these three thoughts about God. And he asked God three questions in Second Chronicles chapter 20. From verse 5 he says, Are you not God? And Joshua, he said, he he stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God, our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? Are you not God in heaven? And, and, and rulest not thou over the kingdoms of the heathen and in thine hands is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee when you approach God with that confidence and say God aren't you God you are God and you rule over the entire earth if you can rule over the whole universe and all the nations of the world can you take control of my life come on this is the God we're talking about so he, 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 he asked God that question. And then his second question, he said, Lord, do you not? He said, are you not? Then he said, do you not? Are, art thou not our God who didst drive all the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and give us it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? He said, first of all, he said, art thou not God who rules? And then he said, are you not God who didst drive out the enemy? And then he said, now will you not, in verse 12, he said, O oh Lord God, our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that over, that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So he said, Lord, aren't you not God? You have such power that you rule with. And so Lord God, you did something, certain things for us, for our fathers in the past. Will you not do it for us today? We don't know what to do in this situation, but God, our eyes are upon you. Will you not judge on our behalf and bring justice? This is the God I'm talking about today. The same, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. When you keep your eyes upon Him, hallelujah. As Joshua says, He said, will thou not judge them? Well, let me tell you something. Joshua prayed and his prayer both with uh, He prayed both with passion and of heart and intelligence of mind. Passion of heart and intelligence of mind. And he prayed with these things in mind. And when you have a passion in your heart and intelligence of mind, meaning that you know your God. You pray with faith knowing your God. I said last Sunday, you take the word of God and you pray the word of God. And the God you pray to, he will answer you. The God who give you his word will perform his word. So if God gave you a word and you take that word for God and you pray that word, God who give you this word will answer this word. Because he said, my word shall not return unto me void. So my friends, tonight we see Joshua, his prayer was with a deliberate passion and a desire for God to intervene so God will intervene by divine intervention have faith in God don't give up tonight he remembered the house of God and he also reminded God of the honor of his house as I stand here today and speak from this pulpit I thank you I thank God for the honor of his house Amen. And God is using this place and this platform to minister, to minister to many across the globe tonight. And so, Josaphat, the Bible tells us he also reminded God of the honor of his house. He remembered the house of God and reminded God of the honor of his house. And God's word is coming to you from his house tonight, from his heart, from his throne. And you can receive it. And if you receive it, it will not return void. Verse 8 and 9 says, And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house in in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. This is the God we turn to for help. And I'm speaking today from the house of God. And from the house of God we cry out. This is why when we are prayer meeting, you're coming to the house of the Lord. And in the house of the Lord, together as a people, we cry out to God. He will hear from this house as he did for Jehoshaphat. As he did for Solomon. He will do for us today. Revelation chapter 3 verse 3 says Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent for if therefore thou shalt not watch I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Remember therefore from whence thou art falling and repent and do the first works for else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place. Except thou repent. They cannot stick there. He removed the church out of his place. When the church is taken out of this wall. You have no hope again. Yeah. You need God now. You need the Lord now. Soon the church will be taken out of here. So the wall is being warned today. To repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus warns us. Saying, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. That's the warning. So repent and return. Isaiah 55, 51 verse 11. Therefore, the redeemer of the Lord shall return. Look what he says. The redeemer of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. And everlasting joy shall be upon thy head. And they shall obtain gladness and joy. And sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you want? So now is the time to turn to God for help. I said, now is the time to turn to God for help. If you're facing a challenge right now, Hebrews 4, 16 tells us, Let us therefore come boldly, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help when in time of need. If whatever you're facing now, God is saying, come, repent, come, repent. The blood is available. I will help you. Come, we access through the blood. I want you to know that you have a standing invitation from your heavenly father to come boldly to the throne of grace, to obtain mercy and to find grace to help in time of need. What does help in time of need mean? It means healing when you're sick. You will find healing when you're sick. It means provision when you are, when you are in lack. He will provide for you. It means restoration. When your relationships are broken down, He'll restore your relationship. He'll restore your marriage. He'll restore your home. He'll restore your children. Bring your husband back. Bring back the backslider. He will restore. You have to be faithful and come to God and call upon Him. Call steadfastly. Do not stop calling. Call and keep on calling. Seek and keep on seeking. Pray and keep on praying. Knock and keep on knocking. And God will respond to you. He wants persistency. Helping times of need is not only healing and provision and restoration. It means favor. Favor when news of job cuts and bad uh, prospects are widespread all over the world. He says, he says, you'll find favor. We will find favor in the midst of a crooked world. We will find favor. So, well, Pastor Miven, how can I come boldly when I have been so messed up in my Christian walk? I've been so miss, messed up. I tell you what, my answer to you is simple, simply this. No one is worthy to enter the presence of God. Hence the reason Jesus made a way. Jesus made a way. It doesn't matter how messed up you are, sir. It doesn't matter how messed up you are, lady. You can come just as you are. Just as I am without one plea, I sung it a while ago. You come broken, he'll mend you. You come and you need fixing, he'll fix you. So no one is worthy, but Jesus made a way for us to come to God. You can come boldly because you come to God by the blood of Jesus Christ and through his righteousness. His arms are open. His arms are open because... We can come to Him now through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's how you can come boldly to the throne of grace. Doesn't matter how messed up you are. So when you come into His presence, you don't have to be afraid that your sins will be exposed because the blood of Jesus Christ not just covers, but He washes and removes every one of them through repentance. Repentance is what washes your sins away. When you wash away you wash away through repentance. Repentance is like taking the blood and washing your sins away. That's what repentance does. And when you repent and you come into the presence of God with open arms, you welcome. He welcomes you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So I want you to understand that tonight. God doesn't see even one speck of sin in you because He sees only the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, which has been shed for your total forgiveness and acceptance. And that's how you go before God in faith and with boldness. This, listen, it had not been for the blood, I could not enter the presence of God's boldness. But the blood gives me boldness because I entered there knowing that God does not see my sins. He sees the blood of Jesus. That's the boldness. The blood gives me boldness. Hallelujah. And that blood was shed for total forgiveness and total acceptance. You see, we all have failed and need mercy. We all have failed and need mercy. And God's word assures us that you will find mercy when you come boldly to God through the blood by repentance. This is why he's calling for repentance today. And to obtain mercy, we come there to obtain mercy means that you don't get a bad get bad things happening to you when you come before God. He's not going to punish you. To obtain mercy means that you don't get the bad things you deserve, such as condemnation and poverty and failures and loss, even death. No. And it says, and his mercy is not the only thing that you will obtain when you come boldly before God. You will also find grace. Grace for every situation that troubles you. You see, I'm talking now faith talk, where you walk the talk you find grace in every situation that, that troubles you. This is why Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You'll have trouble in the world, but don't let your heart be troubled. He didn't say you'll be without trouble. You're facing trouble. Yes, you have trouble. I have trouble. Yes. But don't let your heart be troubled. In other words, don't let your mind be captivated by the trouble. The mind, the mind, the heart is the mind. Don't let your mind be be captured by the trouble. Don't let your mind be influenced by the trouble. Let your mind be be, be filled with the thoughts of the mind of Christ, and you think like Jesus. Amen. So, so, so we up, we find grace for every situation that troubles that, that 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 troubles us. And so, grace means that you get the good things that you don't deserve. Mercy is God giving you what saving you from what you deserve. And grace is God giving you what you didn't deserve. So I'm saying to you tonight, we can find mercy and grace in the presence of God. And when you talk about grace to find, finding grace in time of trouble, that means you find grace when you're sick. Such as health, protection, anointing, favor, good success, and life abundant. This is what he's talking about. You'll find grace. You'll find favor to get with these things. God will favor you. these bless you with these things. These are the blessings of God. So come boldly to come boldly to the one who loves you passionately. His love is appealing to you tonight. He sends the warning. He says repent and return. You come boldly to the one who loves you passionately, unconditionally, and with an undying love. And so come boldly to him who knows everything about you and your situations. And whatever that is troubling your mind right now, he knows about your situation. And he has the solution. He has wisdom. And wisdom is what we need right now to walk. Wisdom to walk in this world. And God will order your steps. He has wisdom far beyond that doctor you, you highly respect that lawyer that you greatly honor and the best experts that you can consult with God's wisdom is greater than all of these things so come boldly tonight come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and grace and you'll find grace to help in time of trouble and time of need and when you come then the Bible tells us listen he's a God who says a broken heart and a contrite spirit I will not despise He's a God who can fix anything that's broken in your life. Anything that's broken in your life. Everything that's broken must return to the one who created it. The one who made it. Anything that's broken must go back to the manufacturer for repair. Anything that's broken needs to go back into the potter's hand. When that jar is broken, it goes back into the potter's hands. And when you are broken, we are created by God. And when we are broken, who can we turn to? We cannot turn to men, the doctors are limited. Man is limited, but God he stands ready to fix us. He's the one who made us in his own image and his own likeness. Everything is broken must return back to him for repair. And he will fix your broken heart. He will heal your wounded soul. He will restore the joy of your salvation and make you to hear joy and gladness again. He will strengthen All the fragmented relationships in your life, He will strengthen it and restore it. He will build your spiritual confidence when you come to Him through repentance. He will heal your sick body. He will give you peace of mind that passes all understanding. He will give you the desires of your heart when you cast all your burdens upon Him. And He will make you whole, body, soul and spirit. This is when you come to Him through repentance. So I said to you tonight, you have been warned, you have been instructed, you have been encouraged to repent and return to the Lord. You're a Christian. The Bible says, don't just repent for pardon's sake, but also repent for purity. God wants you to be pure. Amen. And remain pure. Consistently pure means you repent every day of your life. Because no one is perfect. As long as you're living in this fleshly body, you're not perfect. Amen. And you ought not to condemn anybody because you are subject to the same animal that they are. And you can sin too. And you make mistakes too. And you will make mistakes again. So if you know you have the potential to make mistakes, don't condemn anybody because you will make mistakes too. And therefore you ask God to forgive you and you forgive others who made mistakes against you. He will do all of the above I just mentioned. He will do all of these things and much more when you come boldly before His throne in repentance when you're coming for Him in worship, when you're coming for Him in prayer, and you're coming for Him in praise, God will withhold nothing from you. Because when you come to Him like that, through repentance, through worship, prayer, and praise, you are walking uprightly. And no good thing will He withhold from them that walk uprightly. So I encourage you tonight to heed the warning, repent, believe, be saved, and be ready. Even so, come Lord Jesus. I hope you're ready when He comes. If you don't know the Lord tonight, I appeal to you: surrender. Ask God to forgive you. Don't let the rapture uh, take place and you are not ready. Don't uh, don't let Jesus come and you're not ready. Be ready. How do I be? How do I become ready? You ask God to forgive you of your sins. Say, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. I confess you, Lord, and I believe God raised you from the dead, and you are alive. You seated at the right hand of God the Father. And with my mouth, I confess you, Lord. In my heart, I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe unto righteousness. You confess that. You believe God. He is able to save you tonight. Get saved. Get saved and be ready. And all your friends and family and relatives, everybody you know, let them know that Jesus came to save them. And Jesus wants to save them. And they must be saved before Jesus comes. He's commanding men everywhere now to repent. Because they are without excuse. Coming back soon. So repent, believe, be saved, and be ready. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. You Christians tonight, take heed when you think that you stand, lest you fall. Don't think you are really perfect. No, none of us are. We need to understand. We need to ask God to cleanse us and to wash us and to purify us. Let the Lord purify you tonight through the blood of Jesus Christ. Always apply the blood. The blood. The blood, and that blood gives you a boldness to come into the presence of the Lord. When you come into the presence of the Lord, you feel bold. You feel your is a humble boldness. You humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and you come boldly with confidence. The boldness there has to do with confidence that the blood of Jesus Christ washes away all your sins and God does not see one speck of sin in your life. When you call, call upon God, you're calling upon God with a with a conscience that is clear and a heart that is clean and pure and you ask in faith believing and God will respond to your prayer whatever need you have you can cry out to God with confidence and he will hear you and answer you because the condition of your heart is right and your relationship with God is pure and God will not withhold what you need from him he will give it to you so father in the name of Jesus I bring every listener before you today I pray these few words of encouragement will challenge them to live for you and to live surrendered lives every day we cry out to you in repentance and to ensure that we tell somebody about your love and your mercy and your grace and the power of the blood to wash it, to cleanse, to purify and to want to be in readiness of your soon return for the world is climaxing And we know that the world's dictator is coming. And we know the tribulation is coming. And we know the wrath of God is coming. The day of the Lord is coming. And we are not appointed unto the wrath of God. But we are appointed to the day of salvation. When you shall come and we shall experience our final redemption. When you shall return for the church and take the church out of here. I pray God you'll minister your grace to everyone here listening tonight Lord. That they will be challenged in their faith. Their faith will increase as the disciples said to the Lord. Increase my faith. Increase our faith. Even so, tonight Lord. Increase our faith to overcome all the obstacles we are facing in this nation. All the things that are coming against every individual. Lord we stand ready and firm in the spirit Lord. We stand to fight a good fight of faith. This is the weapon we have. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exhausts itself above the knowledge of God. are bringing into e- captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. We thank you for this weapon, O God. As you stand firm with the full armor of God, Lord, with the helmet and the breastplate and the truth and, and the gospel, we stand ready with the sword and the, the word of God, the shield of faith. We thank you, Lord, we stand with all this full armor of oh God, praying always, all praying in supplication in the Holy Spirit. We pray, God, as we stand in this battle, Lord. You'll fight our battles, and we will enjoy the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to shine as light in this dark world, Lord. The light we have will never go out, Lord. We thank you for this light. We thank you for this light. The light in us is Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory. We thank you, Lord, for all the resolution. We thank you, God, for the purpose of life. We thank you, Lord, for the great hope we have. And, Lord, we live with this hope every day, knowing that one day we'll hear the trumpet sound, and we shall be ready for when you return, Lord. Even tonight, Lord, we ask you to bless bless the bread and the wine as we enter into communion tonight. We pray, God, your blessings upon this bread and this communion, Lord. Lord, we pray your are blessed to our bodies and our bodies to your service. We thank you, Lord, as we observe this Holy Eucharist, Holy Communion, Lord. We observe and we remember your covenant tonight. I pray your blessings will follow right now. Those of you at your home right now, get your bread and your wine ready. And get your family together as we join for communion. I trust that you're ready. As I mentioned to you, every service from now, as long as we're under this curfew and not locked down, we'll continue to do this in every service until we are reopened full. So we are doing this in remembrance because we understand how powerful this is. There is healing, there is healing in communion, there's restoration, there's breakthrough. There's so many victories we experience as a result of keeping this covenant relationship with God. We are preserved. We are protected. We are secured. We are healthy because we are in covenant with God who promised to watch over us. Whatever comes our way, we are under the blood of Jesus Christ. We are steadily, we are, st- we are steadfast and we are steadily operating in faith because of the blood of Jesus Christ. As I mentioned, we come boldly because of the blood of Jesus Christ. So we thank your Father for this bread that represents your body. You said, this is my body, this is my blood. Thank you, Lord, for this body, this bread that represents your body. You said, eat of this bread. When we eat of this bread, we eat of your flesh. Unless we eat of your flesh or drink of your blood, we have no fellowship with you. We are not one with you, but we, thank, we are thankful tonight that we are partakers and we are one with you. We thank you because of this covenant. We can declare that we are part of your body by fellowshipping, by eating, this bread tonight. The same night in which you, was betrayed, you were betrayed, you took bread and give thanks. You broke it and said, this is my body which is broken for you. Eat it in remembrance of me. Even tonight, wherever you are, let's eat and partake together by faith in Jesus' name. And as you do, believe God for your healing and your deliverance. And whatever deed you have, it shall be met right now in Jesus' name. Shall we together eat, eat all of it? In like manner also he took the cup. And when he had supped, he said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. As often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you show sure forth my death till I come. And so, Father, we thank you for your shed blood. Without your blood, we are nothing. But thank you, Lord, that your blood is applied in all lives. Upon the doorposts of our heart. And, Lord, we are under your blood. In covenant with you, we thank you that... We can walk in light even as you are in light and have fellowship one with the other. And your blood cleanses us from all sins. We thank you for that promise. We hold it strong and we believe it tonight. And as we drink of this cup, Lord, we are partaking of your destiny. And we look forward to that day when we shall drink it in your presence in the kingdom of, where, you, where you are promised. You will drink it with us in your kingdom. And we thank you, Father, for that promise. In Jesus' name, we give you praise as we drink together. Drink all of it by faith in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And just lift your hands in His presence and thank Him. Thank Him for His blessings. Thank Him for His broken body. Thank Him for His shed blood. Oh, we are under the blood of Jesus Christ. We are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. No plague, no sickness shall come upon us. And Father, tonight I pray for everyone looking on right now and just partook of your communion. Lord, I pray for every single person with a special need tonight in their lives. Those who are battling with a disease in the body, those who are battling with sickness, those who are are fighting a situation right now. I pray, God, that you will give them the mindset, a determined mind, a made-up mind to accept no defeat a mind that will understand, a mind that will comprehend and be conscious of your spoken word, your decreed word, your, your fixed word, your word that is forever settled in heaven, your word that, is forever, that is, has forever confirmed its destiny. I pray God that the assignment of your word will be on their mind and they will know it will accomplish what it is sent forth to accomplish and please, and that, that which pleases you. I pray God right now that they will believe that your word, has healing power and as they decree your word over every sickness, every disease, every infirmity over their sick body, as they speak your word in prayer, they take that word and they pray that word, it shall come into fruition in the name of Jesus Christ. As you send your word, it shall heal every sickness, every disease in their body. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am in agreement with everyone who knows how to apply faith in your spoken word as they decree it in prayer. Bring it to pass Lord. Confirm it O Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus and your name shall be glorified. Your name shall be uplifted. Your name shall be elevated and your name shall be glorified in such a way that others will see and understand the testimony and, the, and give you the glory and come to know you as Lord and Savior. Father, bless them, I pray, and give them the, the expected desire they have in their heart right now. That healing is the children's bread, and what they are believing you for will come to fruition. It shall be done. Healing in the eyes, healing in the heart, healing in the body, healing in the head, the joints, the marrow, the tissue, every organ, the kidneys, liver, the stomach, everywhere entire body be decreed healed right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We call it done by faith in Jesus name. We do not have to worry. All we need to have is faith in God. And Father we thank you. And we call it done by faith for this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. And everyone said Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you with good. and May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And if the Lord should come tonight, we shall meet Him in the air. And if the Lord doesn't come, we shall see next time. Until then, God bless you. Have a pleasant night. You are officially dismissed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be forward to seeing you again on Sunday morning. And until then, keep looking up, keep reaching out, and be ready for when Jesus comes, because He is coming soon, and very soon. Be ye ready. God bless you tonight. Remember, you have been warned. Repent and return to the Lord. Have a good night. See you soon.